0: Chapter Fifteen of A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks by Lewis Albert Banks. Chapter Fifteen The Kind of Holiness Pleasing to God. John Eight, Twenty Nine. This, it seems to me, is the supreme claim which Jesus Christ made for himself. No higher claim than this could be made. To say that the life of a man is always, under all circumstances, in sickness and in health, in prosperity and adversity, in youth and manhood, pleasing to God, entirely satisfactory to him who created him, and who knows perfectly the capacity of every function of human life is the highest claim that could possibly be made for anyone christ is our model at the very foundation of everything we can say about christianity we must agree on this that jesus christ himself was the first christian and that to be a christian now is to follow after him and live our lives in his spirit it is idle for us to undertake to do the same things in detail that jesus did We cannot all go and live in palestine and be surrounded by the same circumstances of daily life that he knew but the marvelous triumphs of christianity in the world and the transformation it has wrought on civilization in whole races of people show that the spirit of christ may be communicated and may be reincarnated in living men and women from age to age the supreme fact then of christianity is that Christ's disciples are now, nearly 1900 years after his ascension from the earth, to live the Christ life here amid the conditions and circumstances of our modern time. Christ could not have been the perfect Savior of men unless his life had been thus pleasing to God. And we cannot be perfect Christians unless we imitate the life of Jesus in this respect. There is, therefore, no more heart-searching question than this which I have selected from our theme, Does my life please God? The question is not whether I have clear perceptions, intellectually, of divine truth, or whether I have hours of spiritual vision when I long for the noblest and holiest things, but whether my life, the actual deeds which I perform from day to day, the conversations in which I indulge the purposes which i form and seek to carry out are such as commend themselves to him who created me who knows my life perfectly who knows what i am capable of doing and knows also what is for my highest interests happily we need not be in the dark concerning what will please god for christ's life was pleasing to him and that life is open to our study we have only to put ourselves alongside of the life of christ in its spirit And purpose and conduct to find out if we are living the same kind of a life we must keep in mind always in this comparison between our life and that of christ that it is not a question of quantity but of quality a little sparrow can live the life of a bird using its wings to soar in the sky as truly as an eagle the quantity of its life is not equal but in the quality it is of the same sort We cannot open the eyes of the blind or unstop deaf ears or recover lepers or soothe fevers or raise the dead in the same way that Christ did. But we may live lives so fragrant with the same spirit of helpfulness and goodness and service that, while our lives are not as large as his, they shall be recognized both on earth and in heaven as of the same sort judging from the life of christ we are sure that if our lives are to be pleasing to god they must be pure holy lives by that word holy i do not mean anything technical and i do not utter the shibboleth of any faction i think there has been no word in our time more abused more frequently dragged in the mud of unwise strife than that word holiness to be holy means to be healthy to live a holy life means to be wholesome healthy and natural in our daily thinking and doing some people sneer at holiness as though they thought a little sin added attractiveness and beauty to character one might as well say that a little dirt improves drinking water that a little chalk improves the quality of milk that a little taint is good for meat that a little treachery improves love as to say that perfect holiness in character is not the most attractive and delightful thing that can characterize any human soul the perfectly holy man will go about the work of life dealing with his fellow-men in a perfectly natural wholesome and pure way his conduct toward god and man will be perfectly sincere and open and genuine If we turn from our lives to the life of Jesus, we shall see that the holiness of Christ was just like that. There never was a man who lived a more simple, straightforward, natural life. He did not undertake to make himself holy by hiding himself away in quiet meditation, or by shutting himself off from troublesome and distracting relations with his fellow men. He went among people, the ordinary people, the common folks, of the towns and cities where he lived his life he did not shun wicked people or sick people or beggars or people who were in trouble he met them one and all in an open manly way and was in every case the good neighbor the helpful true honest pure man that is the sort of holiness we want now it is the kind that is pleasing to god in one of his beatitudes jesus says Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God, not only in heaven after a while, but they shall see him here and now. See him in the strength of the mountains, see him in the dazzling glories of the midnight skies, see him in the beauty of the sunset, see him in the fragrance of the flowers, and above all, see him in the lives of men and women, and in the onward progress of the coming victory of the kingdom of God on the earth. Are our lives pleasing to God in this respect? Are they pure? Are we living wholesome lives? Are we keeping God's commandments? Are we living lives that, in the clear sunshine of God's law, can stand out as genuine? As our lives touch our fellow men, are they kindly and benevolent and sincere? These are questions that ought to probe to the bottom of our hearts, for our lives cannot be healthy without that. And it is only a perfectly healthy, wholesome life that can please God. End of chapter 15.